1: Hey everybody, this is Tuesday, October 28th, and this is Living It Up While Beginning Again. I'm Scott, along with my lovely wife, Teresa. and Hello. our sp- Hello. Honey. And our special guest, Miss Sharon, mm-hmm. Sharon Swink, a great friend of ours, dear, very dear friend and sister in Christ.
0: This is for Testimony Tuesday. Yeah,
1: Testimony Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, we're just so excited that uh, Sharon's with us today to, uh, to spread her testimony uh, to everyone around the world today. Um, hoping and praying that somehow something in what goes on in this podcast today will help you draw closer to God.
0: Okay, well, hey, single moms out there, we've been thinking about you, especially with the holidays approaching. And because of that, we've invited, as Scott's already mentioned, our dear friend Sharon, who is also one of our board members. Um, She's going to share her testimony on life as a single mom, and we, we know for sure that it's going to encourage you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had the privilege of mar- marrying. Sharon, we got to really get married. <laughs> Mentoring Sharon. I you were married to me. <laughs> I know. And uh, I can tell you listen. What kind of ministry is this? <laughs> that she has, a, she has a strong walk with God and is a deep well of wisdom in many ways. But in particular, to any single mom who's listening that might need some help. Yeah. Anyway, Scott was also raised by a single mom. And, uh we've got some more wisdom to offer as well from his mm-hmm. point of view which is going to make it interesting honey you want to say anything before we just get into this
1: no i just i'm encouraged by Sharon and and
0: uh welcome Sharon to our world yeah welcome, welcome
1: to our world <laughs> yeah. you know i mean uh and welcome world to Sharon.
0: okay so hey single moms out there we just want you to know we've been thinking about you especially with the holidays approaching and because of that, as we've already mentioned, we've got our very special friend Sharon here, who's also one of our board members. I also have had the privilege of mentoring Sharon for the last couple of years, and I can tell everybody listening that she is a, has a strong walk with God and is a, a deep well of wisdom in many ways, but in particular to any single mom who's listening and needs hope. And, you know, Scott was also raised by a single mom, so... With all of us here, we've got some uh, great wisdom to offer everybody listening, and and from your perspective too, honey, it's going to be a nice twist. Yeah. they can hear from uh, from you being grown now. So, you have anything you want to add before I ask our first question?
1: No, I just I'm just uh, just excited to have Sharon here, and uh, just the fact that you know I was raised by a single mom, I have a special heart uh, for single moms. Yeah, um, I know what my mother went through and I know what Sharon has gone through
0: yes that's right
1: but okay. it's all good
0: it is and it's all turned out like like it, it, it like it says in the word he turned it off for good
1: yeah what I can't remember the what was that famous broadcaster said now the end of the story and I yeah hit, you know? yeah so you
0: know. okay Sharon so we would like for you to give us a brief summary of life before being a single mom kind of like where you're from What's your yeah. major? What do you want to be when no? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always said in college. Uh, tell, us, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, I uh, came from Ohio. Okay. Um, I have two other sisters,
0: and you fall in where?
2: I'm the oldest. Okay.
0: Okay.
2: I'm the oldest. Um, I graduated from high school and decided to come to Texas. Woohoo. Woo-hoo! I'm glad you did. Got here as soon as I could. Awesome still, You're decision. still a Yankee at heart yeah, in still some ways.
1: I'm right. <laughs> the bumper stickers say, I'm not Texan, but I got here as quick as I uh-huh. could. Yeah. <laughs> soon as I
2: could. Uh, came down, I was actually going to a Bible college, and mm-hmm. I was thought about doing mission work. That's why I came to Texas. Yeah. Uh, was a uh, nurse's aide. Um, actually met my uh, ex-husband on a blind date. Wow. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I so, learned something new about yeah, you. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, we got married. Uh, we'd been married for probably about 10 years. Um, and to women out there, I just want to say this, uh, mm-hmm. just trust God. I was married for 10 years before I had my daughter and mm-hmm. fertility problems. But God can heal that. I'm living proof. There you mm-hmm. go. So those who are having problems with that, hang on. Mm-hmm. Just trust God. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. My daughter's 29 years old.
1: Yes, she is. We yeah. love
0: Karen. We love us some Karen. Yeah,
1: shout out for Karen. <laughs> <laughs> well, Karen, def- you know, Karen uh, definitely was the blessing through all of that, wasn't she? Definitely. It still is. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yes. Uh-huh.
0: And you know, we like Michael too, and yes, Meaty. Yes.
1: Anyway. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Yeah, they dark Meaty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs>
2: And as we all know, we're all, for our first marriage, sometimes we're all young. Mm-hmm. We're, we haven't been out in the world much. I think I was about 21 when I got married, so didn't know a lot about the world. So I was, I'm sure I was a hurting person that came mm-hmm. from a family. I had, you know, we all have our issues with our families.
1: Sure, we you all know? do.
2: They're good bad and the ugly. That's exactly right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you take those with you as you go into a marriage, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure he did the same. So, you put two hurting people together, guess what you get. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You get hurt and hurt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, Karen came along about, um, I think it was the 11th year of our marriage, Mm -hmm. and um, when she was 16 months old, we got a divorce. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I went okay and to women out there uh, we were in church so don't think you're you know just because you're in church doesn't equal you can never get a divorce mm-hmm. um, right. that's a lie that's what that we we can all lie. three attest to that yeah mm-hmm. that's a lie so um, um,
1: did you ever did you ever ask God um, Sharon you know how, how he could give you a child after so long, but had a hard time, you couldn't get your marriage healed? I mean, did that yeah. ever come through your mind?
2: Yeah, that was. I was just trying to get that out. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yes, because that's like, when I was like, okay, I'm a single mom. Karen's mm-hmm. 16 months old. Now what? I was like, God, you gave me Karen, mm-hmm. but you couldn't heal my marriage. Mm-hmm. What's the deal, God? Mm. You know, and it's okay to be mad at God. I was about to say, "Sharon, can you admit that maybe you're just a little bit angry at God?" That was I was, well, you wore, I yeah. really was angry okay. at God. It's okay. like,
0: "Really, God? Mm-hmm. You could do this, but you can't do this." You yeah. know, and we want y'all listening to know that it's, you know, just admit it if you are. You're not alone.
1: Yeah.
2: A lot That's, of lot of single moms uh-huh. are mad at God. And you know, and that could be a step god, and Satan could use that. Say, ah, see, God didn't do this. You're mad at God. He doesn't want you in church. Mm -hmm. So you know, you know, Satan will Mm -hmm. take every little thing as a single mom and use that against you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Like it's your fault and, Uh, you know, yeah, why didn't I do this or that?
2: uh So, you know, he knows which buttons to push, Mm -hmm. you know. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. So so
0: so during that time of you, now you're a single mom with this beautiful daughter. And uh, from what you've told me, y'all were barely making it. And you wanted a better
2: life. And what did you do? Well, I was, when I was still married, I went to LVN school. Mm -hmm. So, but an LVN doesn't get paid a whole lot of money compared right. to an RN mm-hmm. so I just kind of looked at the situation it's like okay I'm gonna have to raise this child on my own mm-hmm. so I need to go back to school mm-hmm. so I went back to nursing school I worked full time and went to school for full time Wow! Um, talk about <laughs> being tired but you do it you live in that mode you have to survive yeah. mm-hmm. and you will do whatever you need to do to survive with you and your daughter yes yeah. so and you know every single mom you know you're gonna do anything just to have your daughter and you survive mm-hmm. you what
1: know? well, can I stop you just for a second sure. and and uh
2: okay here we go it starts
0: soon sometimes with Scott yeah. it's a you know, what, what movie. you just
1: I don't know if you really understand what you just said but you said you do anything and everything you can to make it work mm-hmm. for your daughter-hmm mm-hmm. Does that sound like anybody else? How about Jesus? Uh-huh.
2: Yes. He did uh-huh. everything
1: and and anything he could to draw us to him. Yeah. Even dying for us. Uh-huh. You know what, single moms, that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If you know, we pray that you're a Christ believer because you're really just exemplifying what Christ did for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do everything and possibly right. can uh uh-huh. for that
0: child you would have died you know, for her probably uh-huh. wouldn't you yeah sharon? you would
1: yeah mm-hmm. well he did for you mm-hmm. he did Maybe for it. us uh-huh. so so you get it anyway uh-huh. that, i'm sorry to interrupt you but that was uh no, that was a, a holy that,
0: spirit that? mom. that's that's, an Abba moment
2: that's a yeah. Abba moment. moment that's a moment that's a great
1: great thing for you, single moms that's how much we love you mm-hmm. so i'm sorry sharon go ahead
2: so you know it just you know i went through nursing school did mm-hmm. it Doing and, it all, doing it all, and mm-hmm. um, also want to say, hey, those grandmas that are out there, yeah, we thank you because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Karen's grandma <laughs> helped. Yes, uh, y'all spoken lot. so fondly yeah. of her. Yes, uh, she's in heaven right now. Yeah, but yes, and Karen built an awesome relationship with her grandmother. She yeah, she's like, you know, she still thinks about her grandma. You know, yeah. and it's like,
1: you
2: know, so hey, grandmas, hang in there. You're mm-hmm. you're helping the moms out. That's right. More than you can even imagine. That's right. That's, That's right. so sweet. Yeah.
1: And so many times they do it selflessly too, uh-huh, to where
2: you know, it. hey, uh-huh. yeah, no Supposed to do this. Yeah. I'm, I'm grandma. I'm grandma.
0: <laughs> so Sharon, can you just to, to relate here? Describe those days, the, the the feelings that you had going through life, but really not participating in it at that at that time.
2: Um, I think you just live in a survival mode. Mm-hmm. You don't care about yourself. You don't, have, you don't have time to care about yourself. You really don't. It, you're surviving, and you're in that mode. And, and I guess you stay in that mode for so long until you realize, whoa, I need to start taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. But while you're raising that child, you're in that survival mode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So. What kind of uh, thoughts were you, having, were you battling in your mind? What, what thoughts were the, was the enemy assaulting you with? That you started to believe?
2: Uh, well, going to through a divorce, that's enough to, if you had any self-esteem, mm-hmm. that's enough to crush it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel unworthy, you feel unloved, mm-hmm. you don't feel accepted anywhere, because way back then, the church, when you got divorced, mm-hmm. it was like, oh my gosh, you've committed yeah. the impartable sin. Mm-hmm. I guess know? they
1: forgot about the woman at the well that was... <laughs> <laughs> Married five times. Five and times, yeah. yeah. But, we I guess we, uh-huh. we just forgot about that. But anyway, let's go on.
2: But hey, single moms, <laughs> do find a church. Try to find a church that, you know, that'll uh, minister to single moms. And mm-hmm. by the way, we're all in a great uh-huh. church that does that. that Gateway does, Church. Um, that's right. Yes. Um, they have a divorce care. They feed single moms and their kids yes, on they do. Mondays. Yeah. Yes. On Mondays. Yes. And they go to class, mm-hmm. you know, and... We did those
0: Target gift cards for them mm-hmm. that year at Christmas time. That's that right. just came in, and oh no, it was school supplies. School supplies. I don't know what it was? And then there's Christmas. Christmas cards.
2: Yeah, you know? amazing. Okay. Now, yeah. what would that have been like if you had had that back then? Oh wow, it would've been so awesome. Yeah. I mean, Cause you know, moms around the holidays, just like mm-hmm. you put the tree up, and then there's a couple gifts there. <laughs> you go. Yeah. That's all I could do. I know, but but what? But Karen says, "Mom, I never mean." Thought we were poor. Aww. I said, "Really?" She goes, "No, I never thought for a moment we were, Mom." <laughs> that's so sweet, Karen. So,
1: that reminds me of my mom on Christmas. You I know, we'd always didn't... wonder. You know, uh-huh. I mean, we wouldn't have anything. I mean, I was working since I was 11 years old to buy, you know, my clothes and uh-huh. help my mother with the with the rent, because that's you know, just we were trying to survive. You know, and uh, but every Christmas, man, amazingly, we the, the tree would have presents under it. Going <laughs> I can't buy jeans all year and I hear his presents you know uh-huh. but of course for five years in a row I found out later that my mom refinanced her car every Christmas uh-huh. so she could buy his presents
0: uh-huh. you know and you said the same thing you didn't know
2: you did <laughs>
1: you know I never knew we were poor I just thought that's oh, just the way it was
2: yeah
1: you know and uh, mm-hmm. and so you know what you just said was brought back a lot of memories mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. moms that's the way moms are. You just yeah. make it good. You do. Yeah.
0: So, you know, okay, how was Karen through all of this, mm-hmm. Sharon? What what kind of things did you see that maybe concerned you or that, you know, I okay, I'm going to start praying for this. Thankfully, you had your faith.
2: Uh-huh. But you
0: thought, I needed to be having people pray and so on and so forth.
2: Well, Karen was, Karen didn't know life except as a Me being a single mom and Mm -hmm. her being the child. Karen and Sharon. Karen Mm -hmm. and Sharon, yeah. Yeah. You know, she'd go with her dad. She'd go with grandma. She'd be with mom. Um, Karen's a very private person. Mm -hmm. Probably like her mom. (laughs) (laughs) So she would hold in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. You know? So uh, just be real sensitive to your child. Mm -hmm. You know, you can pick up, use opportunity times, the times in the car
1: you know they'll
2: bring up a conversation use every opportunity whether no no hat or short it is or how long it is get the words of wisdom into your child okay um yeah keep them busy because if you don't keep them busy being involved in stuff Mm -hmm. Satan will find stuff for them to do that's right okay you know and always uh, praise them always praise them okay you know Mm -hmm never criticize them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. never criticize them you know they're your child you, you know no one's perfect I'm not perfect yeah. but you know just praise them for everything they do yeah. you know yes that's one of the things I would say um, there'll be a time where they probably can't figure out their children they're not adults don't make them when you're you know your children yeah. are growing up don't treat them as an adult they're not Adults, mm-hmm. their kids. Mm-hmm. They still have kids' minds, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. just be aware of that. So sometimes there's going to be a part of their life they don't know how to process mm-hmm. all this hurt mm-hmm. that they keep inside. So just be observant for that.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, while while you're going through this mm-hmm. with Karen, as she was growing up, and how did this change your view of God, and how is he? How could you see him working through y'all? You know, to get y'all through this.
2: Yeah. Um you realize how much God loves you
1: because mm-hmm.
2: when you have a child you know you go wow
1: mm. if I love
2: this child this much how much does he love me
1: that's
2: right you know and you go wow and um, God will have favor on you you'll just be blown away at how much favor he has on you when you're a single mom you know I mm. got my first house I didn't have any credit no credit <laughs> at all I was still an LVN I got a brand new home. Wow. wow. it's like, wow, God, how'd you do that? <laughs> 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 but, but he does it. Mm-hmm. It's all about him. He does it. And you'll just be blown away at the things he does.
1: Well, let, let me, do uh, you mind if I read a passage to you? Sure. Uh, Isaiah 43, 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. We're still here, everybody.
1: And through the rivers. Mm -hmm. They will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned or scorched. Nor nor will the flames kindle upon you.
0: And everybody listening, insert your name there.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what God was doing for you.
0: Can you Mm -hmm. read it again with Sharon's name? Yes, I will. So everybody listening, insert your name where he is saying Sharon.
1: When Sharon passes through the waters, God will be with you. And when Sharon passes through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When Sharon walks through the fire, you will not be burned or scorched. Nor will Sharon have the flames kindle upon you.
0: And all that now is in past tense. That's
1: right. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: You're still here. God's good.
1: We're still here. That's right. And so is, so is Karen. Yeah. And
0: by the way, you did an awesome job with Karen. Yeah, Karen's great. Karen is funny and quirky, and she's so smart, and she does great in her job, and I just love Karen.
1: Yeah, she's she's a great girl.
0: Yes, yeah, Sharon, you did a good job.
1: Okay. Yeah, God tells us, we'll know us by our fruits. Yes. And that's one of your fruits. And she's she's a little
0: fruity? I I like that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she She's is fun.
0: Pretty.
2: pretty. Quirky. No, So's Michael.
0: Yeah. They're perfect for each
2: other.
1: Yeah, they're great.
2: Okay. And also, uh, pray for your children. Mm hmm. Uh, pray, uh, even pray for their spouse, which I did for years and years yeah. and years. Okay. And look what she got. Uh,
1: she got a great guy. <laughs> she
2: got Michael. That's right. Ooh, That's he's right. An awesome husband for her. Yes, mm-hmm. she is. Mm hmm.
1: Well, I mean, I think you maybe the next yeah. segment. I think you might want to bring that up.
2: Okay, Sharon. After
0: all this has gone on, and you had a lot of stuff going on, um, our paths crossed. Um, I guess what do we say now? Ten years now. Probably. We Probably. actually met at a funeral home. Uh huh. We were both there for someone that had a mutual friend that had passed away, and I was single at the time. Suddenly at that time after having been married for a long time. And I met you where I was uh, actually going to church. We met really at church, but not really had a conversation. So we recognized each other at the funeral home. And so um, anyway, at that time, um, you weren't really interested in you know a whole lot as far as uh, self-improvement or maybe even looking into any kind of recovery. And I had already had a couple years of it under my belt. And, I, you know, I dropped a few hints to you and, and stuff, but you weren't ready, and that's okay, because you have to be ready. So fast forward several years, and there there came a time in your life where, you know, you and God had done some business, or He was working in you, because one day um, you decided that you wanted to, you know, take that step, and, and uh, you hit rock bottom. What was really going on, Sharon? What do you think was your rock bottom that made you decide, you know what, um, it's time
2: well mm. what was my rock bottom <laughs> okay i've thought about this a lot but um what god keeps bringing back to me is when my dad died mm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's been about three years mm. um with this program we talk about amends
0: mm-hmm. and
2: this was even before what i knew what amends meant mm-hmm. you know so Uh, this was on his deathbed Uh, my dad was a very stern uh, world war ii kind of dad you know you know so um, i'm sure there was a lot of hurts on both sides um i asked him i and he was in a coma and i said dad forgive me if i've hurt you Mm -hmm. please forgive me and i forgive you and um Mm. An hour before he died, there were tears coming down his eyes. Mm. So that was a sign to me. He'd forgiven me, and I yeah. had forgiven him. Yes. That's great. So, And when you're by a loved one's bedside and they're dying, you do a lot of thinking, soul mm. thinking. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. And you're like, okay, look at my life. You've been in that survival mode. You haven't really lived life you need to make a change, mm-hmm. and I think that's what where my moment was. I think mm-hmm. so too. Mm-hmm. That's when I got back and called Teresa. Mm-hmm. And said, "Hey, I think yeah. I might be ready."
1: You are yeah. having the sushi or something? Yes, we were you? having sushi, uh,
0: and it always just you know out of the nowhere. I about I was about to have a California, bite of my California roll with some wasabi on it, and Sharon said, "You know whatever it was you said, I'm ready to to make a change." And I almost choked on my wasabi <laughs> and California roll, but. It was it was great news, and
2: yeah.
0: you per- have pursued God relentlessly your whole life. This was a different pursuit of mm-hmm. Him, and He sent some great and mighty things in Him and you. And God is good, and it's all about His grace, isn't it, Sharon? Yes, it is. How long has it been? It's uh, almost three years. Almost three years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, and so um, anyway, she, you did hit hit that that place. And you know, pain is a great motivator, <laughs> as we all know, uh-huh. can be all kinds of pain. And no, I was in a lot of pain when I finally decided my life is not working, and I got to do something—not now, but right now. Yeah. And so, tell us what life is like now, Sharon, mm-hmm. after you've had this time. Um, Shar Karen's grown. She's married. She's on with her life. Empty nest. All those things you still working your your job that you've been with the hospital for uh-huh. several years uh-huh. so kind of describe now what life is like um, since you you did take that step and work on your relationship with God which is what re- recovery beginning yeah. again is all about Yeah.
2: well you finally sit down and honestly look at yourself you don't play mm-hmm. those games anymore you don't keep that mask on your face yeah the world to see you just you get real with yourself it's like, okay, I've raised my child, she's awesome, now it's time for me. Who is Sharon? Who's really Sharon? So you start looking and seeing, okay, there's things from the past, how do I get rid of these hurts? And you learn, you go through the steps, you learn how to go through your hurts, how to resolve them, Mm -hmm. how to say, I forgive that person, This that person. There's just steps that just help you with your thinking, because I don't know about... uh, anybody else but well, my thinking is where it's at
0: <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. um you know you can get that as we say the squirrel going around that hamster cage or yeah, which is your yeah. head your head <laughs> and you can just you know you can think yourself insane. silly yeah. yeah or silly yeah you didn't have a drug problem
0: or alcohol no, problem you had a, a thinking no, problem a thinking
2: problem so it kind of it helps you yeah do you get those crazy thoughts? Do they last as long as they had in the past? No, you, you have the tools now to realize, hey, that's not a thought. From me, that's a thought from Satan, Mm -hmm. and he's trying to get me to think like this. Mm -hmm. And you recognize it off really quick. And there's two things that you
0: that are that just Mm -hmm. go along with recovery. And and you went through both of them. The first one was acceptance. Until we accept life on Mm -hmm. life's terms, until we accept where we've landed in life, and this is the way that it is. No, this did not turn out the way that I thought. Mm -hmm. He didn't do what he was supposed to. She didn't do what she was supposed to. Whatever it is, my. What I thought it was supposed to be, it was not. And once you can accept that, that's where I had to get. I had to finally accept it. And my dad used to tell me, until you accept where you're at, you're not going to be able to move forward. And he was so right. He had not had any recovery. But my dad was so wise. And when I finally got into acceptance, this is the way my life is. This It stopped saying, why me instead of why not me, and believing that he was going to turn it for good like he says he will in his word that's what happened to you when you finally uh-huh. accepted this is the way that it is uh-huh. then you were able to start the forgiveness process because you, be, you begin to understand now that that um forgiveness was part of, of the the big picture where hurting people hurt other people correct and that was the same in my case and with you too scott and you once yeah. you get to the forgiveness part after
2: you can accept things get a lot easier yeah. yes. and you've got to forgive yourself yeah, yeah. You know. That's a big moms, deal for, there. Forgive yourself, you know. Hey,
0: you've got to forgive That's yourself. Right. right. You, yeah. May, we all make decisions based on the information we have at that time, whether we're 21 or 22 or 42 or whatever the case may be. And when you realize that, uh, for me, I was not in a great place in the decisions I made, it makes sense now. You,
1: you know, know? You, and you had an aha mm-hmm. op- 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 moment, Sharon, and, and, and you know about you you figured out that you know your self-love loss and not caring for yourself what was that
2: it was like well one of the things um i'm sure everybody's watched uh the hoarders on tv yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) well i couldn't be on the show but i could be a candidate
0: (laughs) and i didn't know that about you until you told me (laughs) yeah uh
2: I don't know, I, I don't You're know. You're a it was borderline borderline horse. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if it's singles moms or if it was just me, but you save and save and save stuff. Yeah. Well I looked around and, and one of the things we realized I realized like I don't think God's pleased with this. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I took about five or six black garbage bags and took it to the end of the road mm-hmm. at the driveway. Wow. It's like and it's like even to this day I'm I'm still Yes very observant about what stuff I'm saving get rid of this get rid of that
0: and what doesn't please him in all of this get that taken care get of up, you know and he'll he'll
2: tell you he will he was like mm-hmm. you know that's not good mm-hmm. that's not good you know neither know, is people, that really? thought that neither thought what you yeah. just good. thought about doing, doing. that's what you good. just said
1: but the revelation mm-hmm. that came out of this too was you just realized that's sin <laughs>
2: that's sin I mean, anything like that we doesn't we call please, it please him it is. Any,
1: anything that doesn't please him is sin
2: you yeah know Mm-hmm. I was looking at the Ten Commandments. Well, I didn't do any of those, God, you know, so I'm not that bad. And you came was. up
0: with it on your own. You're like, oh, look at all this stuff. I, I love the Lord. It's sin. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah, and,
1: I, and we and we love Zig Ziglar at yeah. this ministry. And you know, what he used to say was, you know, no more stinking thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that's mm-hmm. right. You know what
1: I mean? You had that stinking thinking. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You just wanted to. You know, you just your your mind was not thinking clearly. You know, no. and so mm-hmm. um, that was a revelation moment for you. Just rely you know what, what I'm doing here. That's sin, man, because whatever doesn't please God is sin. But,
0: but too, uh. when we don't tell people and it just goes over in our head, over and we just mull it over and mull it over and mull uh-huh. it over, man, the enemy takes that and he he just blows it, it up, makes it bigger. You got more things to believe yeah. that are not true. It's when you get it out, like it tells us to in James five sixteen. 16, mm-hmm. you know, tell all that stuff to someone else mm-hmm. so that you can be healed, and it was huge uh-huh. for you, Sharon. Oh, yeah. And, and you like you've said, you're kind of a private person, and there was a lot of eyes <laughs> pulling out of you. But the more that you were allowing to come out, the more God was, his presence was moving in you. And this God uh-huh. was working. Uh-huh. Yeah. This yeah. was working this time. Mm-hmm.
1: It was awesome, yeah. you know, to see you and uh, and uh, Teresa working together. I mean, what was happening was you're getting real with God,
2: mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And what happens when you get real with God? He gets, he gets real, real with, with you. you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you <know?
0: laughs> and what does that mean? When you get real with God, that means God, uh, no, I'm not going to pray, help me not to be jealous. At, I'm praying, God, I'm jealous. Then you give him something to yeah. work with. Uh-huh. And you say, God, uh, help me not to be angry. No, you say, God, I am stinking angry Angry. you go on and admit and then and then you're in agreement see and that God can start going to work because instead of you making demands on him and telling him what you want him to do you're admitting and I am like this and unless you help me I'm going to stay angry right Correct, and that's getting uh-huh. real with God. Uh-huh. That and then when, the Bible says, "How can you walk together in fellowship unless you agree?" So then you begin you could agree, and now you're sensing His presence more. Uh-huh. That's what I saw. Yeah, that's I think right. when
2: you get real with Him, He gets more real with you. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. His presence mm-hmm. is even mm-hmm. more real than yeah. you've experienced in the
0: past. Yes. And then yeah. He starts revealing stuff. More mm-hmm. will be revealed, mm-hmm. and more was revealed when you were ready. When you, and He's yes. the only one that knows that.
1: That's right. Well, Sharon, you know, I'm sorry. Go I was saying
0: more would come up, That's right. uh-huh. more things that you uh-huh. maybe thought about that hadn't thought about in a long time. But when it would surface and you, were, you knew you were ready to deal with it, we would deal with it and move on.
1: That's right. Well, Sharon, I want you to uh, um, tell us, you know, really tell the single moms out there that once you finally submitted to him and you gave him control, I, what does that mean and what does that look like in a single mom's life? Yes. How can that help them? Well, mm-hmm.
2: Um, at this point, um, Karen's grown, yeah. ch- your children are grown, uh-huh. um, and you realize you, you did the best you could, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, you're, uh, your child becomes your friend now, mm-hmm. yeah. one of your best friends. Mm-hmm and that's pretty awesome, mm-hmm. it's it's a new station in life, a new mm-hmm. stage of life, mm-hmm. and it's an awesome stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, cause you see, kinda see what you've taught them, yeah. and they're living it, and it's like, yes, thank you God, thank mm-hmm. you God, mm-hmm. so, um, it's a different stage, uh, and it's fun actually taking time for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. you've done your job, you're a good mom, and it's time for you now, mm-hmm. so. That's
1: great. Mm-hmm.
2: So. There's nothing wrong with that. No, uh-uh. No. No, I always thought that was selfish to take care of myself. Yes, you did. You said
0: that many times. <laughs> it's
2: like, really, I'm allowed to take care of myself? Mm-hmm. I said, I guess I missed that one in church, you know, because it seemed right. like you had to take care of everybody else, but not yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. you might be in the you temple. Know. I guess yeah. we just skipped so like, over that was, one. I skipped so. over that verse. Huh? <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I skipped over it too for many years. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, I tell you, you know, th- this is very. This has been. I don't know about you. Teresa, but this has been very encouraging for me and has brought back a lot of memories.
0: Any in particular?
1: Man, I, so many that it's hard to even describe.
0: Well, your mom was your big, biggest cheerleader, Oh, too. man, i
1: tell you what, she was. And uh, uh, I, I cherish and love the moments. I wouldn't change anything in my life. You know, because what I experienced was an unconditional love. Like I had had never felt before. I didn't know Jesus. But once I knew Jesus, I knew my mom's love. Mm -hmm. And that's really kind of, you know, Mm. maybe backwards in (laughs) some ways. But my mother was showing me the love of Jesus. Well,
0: that's how we know. Even
1: though I didn't know him. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh
1: Okay, but once I got to know him, I look back and I go, wow. Wow. That lady, who was only five foot one, (laughs) was the strongest most loving.
0: Mhm, mm-hmm. yeah, five foot two and all right.
1: She's the most loving and awesome lady I've ever known.
0: Mhm.
1: Along with my my lovely wife Teresa. Oh,
0: thank you, honey.
1: And you know what, Sharon? You may not know this, but that's the way Karen looks at you.
0: Aww.
1: It is. I know it is. When Karen's here with you and the way she looks at you, she just looks at you in amazement. Man, Mom, what you did for me, I can't repay you. Mm-hmm. What I can do is I can love you. Mm-hmm. That's just what Jesus says to us. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay me back. All you got to do is say, I love you mm-hmm. and I accept you. Mm-hmm. So I want you to know that you're special. You're a special lady. Yeah. Not only to Karen, but to Teresa and myself. Mm-hmm. And to everyone on this podcast who's listening today. You single moms, you rock.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay? You keep your head up. Yes. You keep going forward.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? That's right. Well, Sharon, we got some takeaways to do here for these single gals out yeah. there. What What are some things that you want to leave them with? Maybe you've thought of something as we've gone along. No. Maybe
2: Holy Spirit's have revealed. Mm-hmm. Just go on. Take it away. All right. Well, single moms... Um, I would say, while the children are growing up, do not badmouth dad. I, amen. That's a know. great,
1: great thing Don't to say. Don't you know, Listen, y'all, please say that again one more time.
2: Do not badmouth dad. Absolutely. Right.
1: You, you want to speak to that, honey? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's one thing my mother, you know, she did, you know, <laughs> and she would admit <laughs> to you if she was lying yeah. today that she did, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she really regretted it. Yeah. That she did. You know, I didn't see my dad for uh, eight years. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't even talk to him. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of it was my mom, Mm -hmm. you know, bad-mouthing him. And you're right. It has a direct effect on those kids. You know, they need both of them. They do. do. Now, my Uh dad was not in a good place and probably not a good place for me to even be around him at that time.
0: Uh You didn't know that.
1: I didn't know that. I was just an 11-year-old boy. Yeah, I took it personal. I thought it was my fault. Yep. You know, Karen made a thought it was her fault that's what kids yes, think that's what that's do. what kids mm-hmm. of single moms think well it's my fault they're not married because mm-hmm. I'm not you know they didn't like me or whatever or didn't love me you know mm-hmm. it's not true tell your kids that you love them yes you know if your ex-husband or whatever is not a criminal or nothing that you know is abusive please don't speak bad about them mm-hmm. that's right great I words know. Sharon no, no, yeah. I'm so glad you said that
2: yeah okay and um uh, be open to people helping you. Yeah. Do not mm. be full of pride, mm. you know. I'm thankful for uh, a neighbor that mm. she had just gone through a divorce. Oh. We met at work. Oh, cool. Uh, Lalani. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so, Lalani. Hey, Lalani.
1: Hello. Hello.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so she had uh, some children, and we met at work. Mm. We both were going through a divorce. I think mine was actually final before hers. Mm. Yeah. So we kind of helped each other and mm-hmm. she was an awesome blessing they helped Karen and I through that
1: that's awesome
2: so um remember
1: my cousin and his family brought helped. oh tons of groceries mm-hmm. to our we had just got our apartment my mom and I were actually homeless for a while and and we had just moved into this apartment and, and our my cousin and his family walked in with tons of groceries Wow. Of course, my mom and her pride, you know, we're okay, you know, like this. And then he just, skipped, just looked at her and go and went, Carol, <laughs> we're here to help. Mm-hmm. This is a blessing. Now move so I can put these groceries up. Yeah. <laughs> and great. then, of course, my mom was so grateful. And we both wore. So it's just what a blessing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And I would say uh, I have a friend that you can talk to because there's going to be feelings
0: that are mm-hmm. bottled
2: up. And you do really need to talk to somebody about it. Mm-hmm. You know, just someone that you can just kind of say, here's how I really feel, and just get it out of you, mm-hmm. and then, okay, I'm good, you know. Yeah. Um, also, um, don't try to overcompensate with material things. Yeah. You know, you try because you're like, well, they don't have dad, or they don't have this, they don't have that, so I'm going to do this.
1: Yeah.
2: And then sometimes you get up and you get in debt, mm-hmm. so don't do that try not to be in debt mm-hmm. as a single mom yeah because sometimes you'll end up paying for it when they're grown <laughs> mm-hmm. so, right try not to do that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um what else get in church uh let the kids get involved with the, a church that has a good ministry the kids enjoy playing with the other kids right you know? mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's okay. all good
1: it is. You know, I want to give a shout-out to you single dads, too, the ones yeah. who uh-huh. who take that responsibility and the ones who really uh, spend time with their children and work along with your ex-spouse. I mean, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's about the kids, and, uh, and uh, you know, that's, just, that's something that, you know, you had mentioned about not speaking bad about the dad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, you dads, you know, I mean, that's your kids, and so, you know, be sure and spend time with them. Support that single mother. And um, and uh, just you know, it's all it's all for the kids. Mm-hmm. It really is.
0: It is because it's not their fault. That's right. And they need to they need to be constantly reminded of that. That's right. I'm not speaking from experience, but I've heard so many stories because the line of work that we're in, where I'm in, and it's not their fault.
1: Yeah, the dads. I mean, there's a lot of dads out there that are hurting mm-hmm. too. Yeah. yeah, You know, I know, I know. Uh, when I got divorced years ago, my, my children are very young. And that was my living hell, mm-hmm. is not being able to see him every day. And by the grace of God, even though I didn't come to God till later on in my life, man, my kids and I have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. They're good boys. You know? And so you're right. Encourage your kids. Yeah. If your dad really wants to be a part of their life, to be a part of that life. Mm-hmm. That was a great word, Sharon. That was, that was one of the best things you brought up. I think yeah. that's going to help a lot of single moms out there. Good. That's, that's good.
0: Was well, is there anything else, Sharon, that you want to say?
2: Well, single moms, hang in there.
1: Mm-hmm. You can
2: do it. You can do it. I speak from experience. Mm-hmm. You, if I can do it, you can do it.
0: That's right. You
2: know, just when you're those nights where you're so tired, so exhausted, just remember God's there with you. Right. As Scott read that scripture, yeah. God's with you. Through that fire, through that water. That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: And insert your name in that scripture.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, because God is with you.
2: Hey, I
0: remember you saying so many times to single moms, you would say, um, how how the kids doing? And then yeah, they'd say, I okay, mean, and you would pull yeah. them aside and go, let me talk to you a little bit. Yeah, what, in our, in, what our was
1: mini- well, in our ministry, you know, um, in fact, we're talking about the holidays. Uh-huh. And, and our ministry living it up okay. while beginning again. We have
0: an outreach called Heroes for Kiddos and yeah. Widows.
1: And every Christmas, uh, one of the things we do is is we uh, we are actually partner with another ministry, and, and, we, and we actually have the privilege of, of feeding about thousand to fifteen hundred mm-hmm. um, single moms, uh, fatherless children, and in uh, the homeless All and. Right. You know, and, and a lot of the single moms, you know, I'll just, you know, when I'm praying for them, if they decide to accept Christ, I'll say, how's, how's your son doing? Mm-hmm. How's your daughter doing? Oh, they're doing just fine. And I'll just look at them and I go, you know what? I was your kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they go to bed at night and they lay their head down, they cry. Yeah, they may act like they're okay, but they need help. Yeah. They need encouragement. Uh Yes,
0: they do. They
1: need other men around them. Yes. Whether it's, you know, a daughter or whatever. You know, they need a father figure of some sort, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it be in a church or whatever, you know. Church is a great place for that. Um, But just they need encouragement, you know. And you single moms, you know, it's not your fault.
2: Yeah, no.
1: Okay, and so don't think it's your fault. No. But just you know, just know that that child's hurting sometimes, and
0: their feelings are valid. Yeah. And they their are.
1: feelings are valid. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, uh, you know what uh, what you were saying. You know, your encouragement to single moms to just hang in there.
0: Well, honey, and how yeah. old were you when you started working to help your single mom? Yeah,
1: I mentioned earlier, I, I, I was eleven.
0: Okay, I, I was didn't hear that. A, I
1: was working a 40-hour yeah. job. Did and, you say that? And, yeah. Okay. But I was working a 40-hour job and, and uh, playing football and going to school, but, you know, I didn't know anything different, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know? But you know what? Like I said, I wouldn't change anything. Okay. I, and my mom was working two jobs, man, and wow. she was awesome. Yeah. My mom was awesome. Yeah. And uh, so well, I'm you,
0: on the outside looking in, and yeah. I'm just telling you. From the people that I know, I know Karen and I'm married to you. Yeah. Single moms, I want you to know that these kids, Karen and Scott, have turned out to be awesome people. They love the Lord. They they have a strong love walk with him. They're seeking him. And don't give up on your kids. Oh um, no. No. Stay never. on your knees mm-hmm. and tell yes. other ask other people to pray yes. for them. Yes. That's right. And and y'all are they're testimonies of God's grace and what good moms good moms do
1: that's right Mm -hmm. you know you know what it says in Proverbs yes you know and uh, I mean the kids will give you you know they'll glorify you Mm -hmm. at the city gates (laughs) you know that's what your kids do single moms yeah you may not think it when they're in their rebellious stage Uh (laughs) but as they get older they will praise you at the city gates
0: (laughs) mm-hmm
1: Okay. And so, you know, Sharon, I know there's um, some single moms or fathers or whoever's yeah. listening right now that really need Jesus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe they haven't sincerely given their heart to Him. You know, I tell you what, especially as a single mom or single dad or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you just feel a lot of despair sometimes, like you were you talking did. about uh-huh. and un- unworthiness,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, not being loved. Well, I know somebody, and he hung on a cross for us, and he bled to death. And what he said was, you are worthy, you are lovable, and I will die for you to prove it. Mm -hmm. Single moms, this this podcast is really for you. Have you given your life to Christ? Do you want help raising your children? you need to start helping yourself and give your life to Jesus because Jesus is the way that can really help you not only in your children's life but in your not life
2: in your life yeah I don't know how I would have done it without God in my life oh my as a single mom I don't
1: know. You might have turned to addictions, drugs. Uh-huh. I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, yeah. it, you, you just read it every single day in the
0: paper. A really bad, sick relationship. Uh-huh. You could yeah. have done that.
1: Uh-huh. Well, single moms and, and whoever's listening today, we just want you to know that you are worthy and you are lovable. And the reason why you are is because of one person and his name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, it's very hard for me to say his name.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Without Christ, mm-hmm.
1: Because of what he did for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he wants to do the same thing for you today. So if you've never given your life to Jesus, or maybe you thought you had and you've walked away, that's okay. That's okay. When you walk towards Jesus, he runs towards you. Mm-hmm. So if you want to dedicate your life to him today and you want to give your life to him from a sincere heart, we ask you to do that right now. Please pray this prayer after us. Lord Jesus, thank you for who you are. Thank you for the single moms in the world who are working so hard to raise their children. Lord, you you died on that cross, and I know that you rose on the third day. And because of that cross, You say my sins are forgiven if I ask you to forgive me from a sincere heart. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Lord, I love you. I give my heart to you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm. Well, if you did pray that prayer of salvation, we'd love for you to uh, go to our Facebook page, Living It Up While Beginning Again, and, and just like us. And and make a comment. Mm-hmm. Hey, man! I gave my life to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Listen to this awesome lady named Sharon, and, <sighs> and with her with her great podcast and encouragement that the Holy Spirit gave through her. Man, I just realized I am lovable.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: And I am worthy. That's
0: right. So, uh-huh. well, speaking of moms and single moms, um, Scott had a special recipe that we prepared for yes. Sharon when when uh, she <laughs> got here, and y'all will be able to find that recipe, Scott free, on our Facebook page. It's gonna be going in our meals for Neil, meals with the Neils cookbook. It's actually Come called
1: out. Carol's Cornbread Dressing. It's, it's, it's my mother's special recipe. Yeah. And um, and so I just wanted to carry on that legacy. Of uh, uh, I'm not going to tell you what's in it. There's something special in it. But, and um, But did you like it?
0: Yeah, it was very good. Well, thank very you. Very tasty. Thank you,
1: Sharon. Yeah, and, and I'm uh, excited
0: about it. Uh, y'all's recipes, honey, have just cool little twists and, and special ingredients in them. And this one had something really special in it. It tastes awesome.
1: Yeah, this is really great for the holidays coming up, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, Christmas, yeah. you know, all, yeah. you know all, eating all the things we shouldn't. Yeah. But uh, but in all honesty, um, you know I just want to say hey, you know, shout out to mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because what a great recipe and to go on for, for for decades.
0: And y'all don't want to miss it again. No. You can find it on our Facebook page, Scott free. That's for right. For just a little while, we'll put a few of them up there for free, and uh, we hope you enjoy it and think of think of Scott's mom.
1: Yeah, you'll see Sharon eating it. You know if you go on there,
0: those pictures of people eating aren't cute. Yours turned out really That's cute, really cute, Sharon. cute Well, Sharon, we love <laughs> you. We and love, we're so of you guys. Yes, and we're Thank so you, proud of you and all that you yielded to the Lord and what he's done and I just can't wait to see um, how the, the rest of the journey's going to go. And I'm proud of you too, honey.
1: Well, I'm proud of everyone. And yeah. so but we are really proud of you single moms out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And
1: remember, keep pressing on. Yeah. Okay? Because Jesus is for you, man. Yes, he's for yes. you. That's
0: right. So That's right. we do love you. Okay, well this has been great. We thought we'd be less than 50 minutes, but we're not. We're right at about 50 minutes, but yeah. that's okay. It was worth it. We went by fast huh? It was
1: very good, yes.
0: Well, anyway, thanks again, Sharon. Thank you, everybody. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow. So until then, keep living it up, Sharon, while doing what?
1: Beginning Again. again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bye. Bye.